morning. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. My name is Latasha Martin, and I am your, I was going to say your host, bringing you the morning message, which is biblical principles that have, um, bringing you truth from the word of God that you can apply to practical application in your daily living. And I am excited about today because, hey, good morning, Janine. I'm excited about today because I think I fixed all the stuff and the craziness with the challenge for next week. And I'm actually going to be going into that group today, getting people pumped up and making sure we're doing what we should be doing. And preference or setting up for for next week when we're going to start the actual challenge day by day. So I am excited about that. Um, I'm thrilled about all those who will move forward. Um, for the, tomor- this morning's message, if you want to share this message, it is uh, a, a long title. It's called Stop Trying to, to Work for Something That You didn't earn. That's the title for today. It's really, really long. And so I'm going to go ahead and open up in a word of prayer, and then we'll jump right into our content today. Dear God, we thank you so much for being amazing. Dear Lord, I thank you so much in this time of uncertainty that you are always consistent and we can rely on your stability. Lord, I pray today um, as our nation is going through so much confusion and that they're just dying for, uh, for honesty, that we are reminded that the grace that we're given is the grace that we should extend to us others. Lord, I pray that this passage today reminds us of the importance of what is grace and how we did nothing to earn it, but yet you loved us enough. You loved us more than what we could ever ask for, even as sometimes even comprehend. And you love us that much when you sent our sons that all of our sins were covered with a multitude of sins were covered because of the blood. And so we thank you so much, God, for just loving us. And I pray that the same love that you give to us, that we're able to give that love to others because we recognize that we are made in the image of Christ. Dear God, today, I pray that you guide my words, that you allow the words that I say to make sense and that you are glorified more than anything that I could ever say. God, for anyone who's listening on the podcast that may not know who you are and is looking at this and saying, well, what does the world stuff have to do with this Jesus stuff and why does it make sense and why is it relevant? Well, I pray today that people just understand grace grace, grace, grace. That is the thing. And I thank you, God, for your grace for each one of us that are under the sound of my voice today. Lord, I pray that we have a better understanding and that we take a deeper dive. And we are thankful and grateful for all that you do just because you love us. In Jesus' name, amen, 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 amen. So good morning. How are you today? Listen, I went out on my walk this morning. I was like, thank God for accountability. I promise you, I'm so thankful for accountability. And you might be saying, well, why? Why is she so thankful for accountability for a multiple reasons? And one of those big reasons is, is that when you have people in your life who hold you accountable for things, they can both support you in areas that you know that you kind of like lean into each other. But the bigger thing with accountability is that's a place where you can pour into each other to lift each other up and to remind ourselves of things that sometimes we may forget because we get comfortable with our, our coming and our going. Today's title is actually, um, when I was praying and spending time with God this morning, I was just like, God, what what am I going to say? What am I going to share? And one of the things that's difficult about this whole idea of living in dependency of God is recognizing that we have this dependency that we can rely on. And it's a dependency and a gift that was given to us because Jesus came to die for our sins. And it's because on our own, in our flesh world, we would have never been able to do the things that we needed to do to make it into heaven. 
Like we just wouldn't in our own natural sinful nature. Um, and that is because of the beginning of time. Um, when we think about the sin between Adam and Eve, we think about all of those things. So there's, 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 we were just kind of set up in a situation and through the lineage of that, there's like nothing we could naturally do. And so when Jesus came to die for us on the cross, in spite of how people treated him, you know, some loved him, some denied him, some were just mean and hateful to him. Some loved him one week and then the next week they did not love him. But what we're reminded of today is the love that God gives us is not something that we can work for. And so the big question is, but why do we feel like we do? Like, why do we feel like we need to work for things? And I think if you are by nature a giver, sometimes it's easy for you to give, but it's difficult for you to receive. And that's just in natural things, not even beginning to jump into the area of the grace of God and, and his exceedingly and abundantly more than what we could ever ask for. And I don't know about you, but if you find yourself to be that person that sits in a place that you are that giver, and it's difficult for you to receive, go ahead and give me a number one in the comment section. And I want you to do that because it will put you in a place to receive and give you different perspective of the text that we're going into today. So the text that we're coming into is Ephesians, the second chapter, reading the fourth verse, and then we're gonna skip down from the eighth through the 10th in the NIV translation. Thank you, Janine, I see you there. We're right there together. And this actual, this, this letter is written to the Ephesians and it's written from the apostle Paul. And so he was explaining on how we are made alive in Christ, but sometimes, good morning, Shannon, sometimes it's hard for us to receive because I don't know that we get the magnitude of what Paul is demonstrating here in the text. And this is what he says in the fourth verse. He said, but because of his great love for us, God, who was rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ. Even when we were dead in transgressions, it is by grace you have been saved. Let us scroll down to the eighth verse. And it says, for by it is, for it is by grace you have, have been saved through faith and this is not from yourselves. It is a gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So when we think about this and we think about the, the, the context of we have grace and, you know, I don't know about you, but there gets to be times in my life. And I actually have forgot until just now the prayers I used to pray. And I want to challenge you if you would join me in this, in this area of praying in a way of receiving the grace and love that God is demonstrating right here. And so often I used to pray when I was just in a different space, but God is reminding me the importance that sometimes we need to go back to those old ways. Is I used to pray, God, bless me in such a way that there is no way I could boast about it. Because if people know me, they know that it is impossible for Latasha to have done it. And you might be saying, well, why would you want to be blessed like that? Because when you're blessed like that, it's a demonstration of God's grace. And so what does that look like? It looks like when you're given an assignment like at work or you're, you're faced with a challenge and you're freaking out in that moment and you're like, how can I do this on my own? And last night I was preparing. Um, if you saw Career Chats yesterday, Frank, uh, Frank Williams was on there and he's doing a virtual open house today. And I was preparing one piece of the content for the virtual open house. And I was sitting there saying to myself, now, I just did this a month ago. 
Why is it slipping away from me? And I was like, you know why? Because the first time I did it, I had a little talk with Jesus and I asked him for his grace in that moment to give me the actual ability to do something that I'm not trained to do, but I've learned to do. And through your grace, you showed me how to do it. And it's so interesting when you take that posture when you're faced with a challenge versus trying to do it on your own. You see, because the first time I tried to do that task yesterday, I spent about an hour and a half on it and it wasn't coming together. Then late last night, I said, God, I need you to help me. I would like for this to be done tonight. I need you to show me and guide me step by step on how I can do this task. And do you understand that God just blessed me with it and it came to me just like that? And when I was done, I was like, it was like 20 minutes later, not even 20 minutes, I finished the task and I said, thank you, God. Thank you so much. And it was a reminder for some of us that are sitting here saying to yourselves, God, you've given me this vision. God, you're showing me these things, but I can't do it for myself. And I'm trying to work because there's a scripture that talks about faith without works is dead. But how are we working and what are we working for? Some of us are working for the wrong things because we're working for things that are connected to God's grace. And it tells us in the text, it says, for it is by grace you have been saved through faith, not from, not, and this not from yourselves is a gift from God, not by works. So it wasn't like, we're like, Jesus, I want to go to heaven. How can I work my way into heaven? And that's another reason why we have to accept Jesus into our lives, because some people will say, well, they're a good person. But if they haven't received Jesus into their lives, then they can't get the full grace and they can't be received into heaven because that's the only way to go there is you have to accept Jesus and then you get this gift of grace. And when you get this gift of grace, the thing that's so confusing is, is that if you're naturally a giver, it's hard to receive the grace. And sometimes we will mess up our blessings because we'll be like, oh my goodness, like the blessings are flowing in and we get uncomfortable with the receiving. And so we put stuff out into the world and mess it up. You're like, well, how is that possible? Well, let me ask you this scenario. Have you ever been in a situation where things have a good rhythm and things are going well? Good morning, Adeline. Things are going good. They're just going good and struggling along. And they're going so good that you stop for a moment and say to yourself, it can't stay this good forever. Am I alone? I know I did that. I did that in a way and I'm like still repairing and, and bouncing back from when I did that. Give me a number two if you've ever done that or give me a heart if you've ever done that. If you've ever said it's too good to be true, something's gotta go wrong. And what happens when you fall into that place is you forget about the grace that you can't work for and you could be in your ministry and you could be in your anointing and you could be in your flow. And then this imposter syndrome or somebody says something or something happens and then you fall off because you're like, it can't keep going. Thank you, Janine, for putting the text over there. It can't be this good forever. And so why am I sharing that with you today? I'm sharing this with you today because some of us are working for something that we don't need to work for. It says in the word of God that in my weakness, he is made strong. I was actually going to come out of another text where I kept saying, like, when we think about, you know, people say faith without works, it doesn't mean that you stay stagnant. It means that stop asking for saying, God, if you love me, you will. Or God, or this kind of reciprocity, reciprocity. That's not how reciprocity. That's not how God works. That's not how grace works. That's not how God works. That's not how grace works. 
Grace is given to us as a gift. The Holy Spirit is given to us as a gift. The only way we can respond and react in ways that we're in lock and step with our anointing and our ministry and what we're called to do is we have to spend time with God. We have to get naked with God. We have to be intimate with God. We have to do what the word of God says. We have to believe his promises. And then when things are going well, we just need to say yes. God, I thank you for today. Give me more of that good stuff. I trust and believe that this is the beginning of a great thing. And then you stand in that confidence and you have to keep moving that way. And it's hard if it's hard for you to receive. I was sharing with a friend the other day. It was just yesterday. And I said to him, I said, you know, if you meet Latasha, depending on how you meet me, you might say she's all about business. I've had people who've met me and said, you know what? I was scared of you when I met you. Or you walked in a room and you were just handling it. Or you're straightforward. Or you say this and you say that. And I said, if people only knew that when I say that my 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 most filled up days is when the light bulb goes off and people understand how good God's grace is and how good God wants to be to each one of us. And like I pour in that space and it just fuels me. And I said, but many people don't understand how much of a giver I am because I've had to learn through the years to have wisdom and there's a responsibility with your giving. But the reality is, is that I always feel like, how can you take advantage of the things that I couldn't like work for? Like your giftings that God gives you, like nobody can manipulate you. Now, sometimes people might want to take advantage but at the end of the day, even if they thought they took advantage, they didn't take advantage of you if they were using your gifting because God will just keep filling it up if you realize that you're blessed to be a blessing, even when you're being irresponsible. But what I need for the givers to understand today is as God wants to begin to pour into you and to give to you. And give into you and to bless you, either through people or situations and scenarios. I need us to stop making excuses and just say, thank you. How do you know that it's difficult for you to receive? Because some of us can't even take a compliment. Someone says, oh my gosh, Janine, your hair looks beautiful today. And you're like, oh, it ain't nothing. Say, thank you. They say to you, Ida Lynn, you look fabulous today. And you start making excuses. Oh, I did this. Thank you. And when we begin to say thank you and we begin to say have this gratitude, it's not like you want to be manipulative because as a giver, it, you're not even wired that way. But to begin to get the fullness of the grace that God wants to give us, know that we don't have to work for it. We just have to be obedient and grateful and demonstrate love and then be able to receive love. And you might be saying, well, that's not a hard concept. Yes, it is. How many of you, is it hard for you to take a compliment? Give me a three if it's hard for you to take a compliment. I'll say number three for me. It's really hard for me to take a compliment. It's really hard for me to have somebody say that you're good at this or you're good at that. Because I feel like I got to work so hard with it. I see you, Janine. She said, I need help with receiving. And that's real. And when it's hard for us to receive in the natural, then how can we receive in the supernatural when God wants to do supernatural things and give us supernatural favor? 
God has no respect of person. When we see people out in a natural world and they're givers and they get stuff back, that's what the word says. Give and it shall be given back to you. Not always financial, but in different ways. But if we are giving, 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 and we never can receive, do you see how that almost is like a slap in the face? It's almost like God is giving you this gift and you're ashamed to share it or you're ashamed to receive the compliments because how about this? They're not even complimenting you. They're complimenting God when you're using your gifting for his glory. Whether it's occupational or if it's ministry. When they're saying, thank you, or you're really good at this, what does it say right here? It says, for we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do the good works for which God prepared in advance for us to do. So if we're his workmanship and we're doing things the way that he prepared for us to do them, then he gives us the grace that we don't have to prove nothing. We don't have to work so hard to prove stuff to people. We just are. We just are what he designed for us to be. And I love that about God. And sometimes we forget that about God. I think right now, God is even just coming over me right now. Is this somebody, I know I have forgotten that about God. I was just having an imposter syndrome today conversation with my sister-in-law and didn't even realize it until right now. Sometimes God wants to do some good, good works with us. And he's blessed us with some amazing things. Uh, Kayla is saying, help me to do better, Lord. And all we need to do is just stand in. I am made in the image of God. He said, I only need faith of a mustard seed. He said that I need to be realizing that I am the giver. I am the lender and not the receiver. And we need to speak some things about who we are. And if we don't have the confidence to do it, we need to read what the word of God says. When he says, I am his workmanship, he created me in Christ Jesus to do good works that he's prepared for me. That means any situation that I find myself in, whether I chose it in my foolishness or I was being obedient, that at the end of the day, God knew I was going to be exactly there and he created me for that moment and his grace is sufficient. And so he's going to help me get through it even when naturally I don't even know what to do. Supernaturally, I can call out on the name of Jesus and I can say, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I need you to help me right now. I need you to help me right now to get out of my limiting my limiting beliefs about who I think I am and stand stronger on the workmanship that you tell me that I am. And you've prepared me for this moment. Somebody needs to hear this today. Maybe I just need to hear it today. But I need to stop working so hard to do things that I cannot earn. I'm working. We're working too hard. We're working too hard. How do we know that we're working too hard? I know I'm working too hard because when I took a couple of days to rest, my body had a hard time getting back into the rhythm of the rat race. 
And I had to say to myself, no, we need rest. We need to be intentional and we need to be listening to what God is saying. We need to say yes and amen. We need to know that he loves me. We need to know that his grace is enough to get me through, that the spiritual warfare is not my battle. All I need to do is take one step in obedience and stop working for things that he wants to give me and stop working for things that people want to give me. When somebody offers to help you, you say, thank you. When somebody offers to give you something, you say, yes, I appreciate you. And stop making up excuses of why you can't receive. Because God uses people this morning. God uses people this morning. And somebody needs to hear that. Somebody wants to love on you today. And you can't even accept enough love from God to accept enough love from somebody who loves you for exactly who you are. Because you feel like you need to work for something that they just want to give you freely. I just had this conversation with one of my kids. I said, if somebody is working hard to love you, don't reject them because of your insecurity. Because you're worthy. God put them in your life because you're worthy of that type of love. But if you can't understand the love of God, how can you love understand the love of man? I thank God for that man that God has sent me. He has loved me even though I know I'm difficult to love. And I know Shannon said yesterday, not to say that you're difficult to love, but I am. I'm a lot. I'm a lot to deal with. And I thank God that I have a man who loves me. And it took me 15 years of marriage to understand that he loved me in spite of me. And it was only when I understood how much God loved me that I could receive that that man is my rock and he's going to love me no matter what. No matter how big I am, no matter how small I am, no matter how nice I am, no matter how mean I am. You got friends in your circle if you're not married who want to love you and you make it hard for them to love you because you can't understand the love and the grace of God. And so you reject people when you go into isolation and you look for reasons to push them away because the enemy wants you to be in solitude. And solitude is a dangerous place to be because that's when the enemy can get busy and start telling you lies because you're starving and you don't even understand the nurture and the love of Christ that you need in your life and this flow and this this milk and honey that God wants to give you because you're believing the hype. You're believing the hype. And I don't even know who this message is for. I think the message is for myself. I might need to come back and hear this. But what I want us to say in our last word today is worthy. I'm worthy of the love that God wants to give me. I'm worthy of the love that people want to give me. I'm worthy of the relate the opportunities that are presented to me. I'm worthy of them, not because of me, but because of who I am, because he is in me. And I receive it today in the name of Jesus, anything that God wants to give to me. And if I don't see it, then I'm going to ask for it. And I'm going to declare it because I am connected to royalty because I am a child of God. And when I received him into my life, I was a new, I'm a new creation. I was transformed into the image of God and no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And I can do all things through God who strengthens me. And I know I'm going to stand on that truth today that no matter what's going on in the world, it doesn't matter because I am Especially, and I am uniquely made in the image of who God created me to be. And so I just want you to be blessed by this today. I want you to be blessed not by my words, but by my obedience to share with you what God is saying. Stop trying to work for what you cannot earn. His grace is available to you. And if you don't know who God is and you don't have a relationship with him, it is a single sentence. You just say, God, I believe that you died on a cross and you rose from my sins and I accept you as my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And boom, you're saved just like that. It's just that simple. Anybody that's making it more complicated than that, that is a false prophet. That is a lie and it is not true. It is not true. 
It is that simple. You just have to receive them with your word. And then you live it out by just saying love is the highest command of all. And God, I thank you for loving me. And now I want to love others. So that's the word for today. I didn't expect to go into this, this emotion like this, but I feel like somebody needs to hear that because some of us are working in the wrong direction and we're working for what we don't need to work for because that's not how God created it to be. He said his yoke is easy. His yoke is easy and his burden is light. So God, today, we thank you so much for reminding us that some of us are working for things that are just given to us. It's almost like we're in a store and everything is free and we just are deliberate and determined to pay for stuff. And so, dear God, I pray that we can receive the love that you want to share with us so that we can then begin to receive the relationships that you've given to us. That we can stop rejecting people and going into solitude and saying they don't like me because of this and they trying to take advantage of me because of that. I hope that they realize that some of the people they're blocking is a blessing. And that there's a reason for that relationship. And so, dear God, today I pray. I pray that in this space of uncertainty today, I continue to pray for our leaders. I continue to pray for the poll workers that are doing the best job that they can. I continue to pray for our leaders that they surrender their, their, uh, their flesh to their faith. Dear God, I pray for anybody that's feeling uneasy right now in this time of unknown to know that they should have comfort and a consistent God because you are not an author of confusion. So God, dear Lord, today, I pray that we are just receptive of your grace and we can just go into today in a day of gratitude, saying again that this is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Dear God, we thank you today for all that you're doing, all that you will continue to do. In Jesus name, we pray. Amen. One last thing I want to just let you know, if you have not signed up for the Get Naked with God challenge, I will put the link in here after this message so that you can go ahead and sign up just to give you the steps of that. You're going to sign up. You should receive a thank you message. It'll give you access to another private Facebook group that's going to get us prepared. There are some resources. You can either purchase the book, um, a hard copy of the book through Amazon or get the Kindle version. I'll make sure that it includes that link in there once you register that you have access to that. And then there's also another resource to help you with time management. There is a fee for that. It's a small fee, but I just want to set you up for success because what I know is the more time I get naked with God, the more God can do things through and with me. And I'm so thankful for that. And I want you guys to be just as blessed. And it's not that I have it perfect because nobody has it perfect, but I do have peace and joy. So have a great day. God bless. And I'll see you guys again tomorrow. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank <laughs> you.